0: Welcome to another episode of Into Final Thoughts. Before we jump into it, I want to tell you check out our official partner of this season of Into Final Space, Cartoon Crave. Cartoon Crave is an incredible network and news source for all things animation, including Final Space. To learn more, check them out on Instagram at cartooncrave underscore, and at the Cartoon Crave on Twitter. Now, let's get into the episode. before you come with the pitchforks and torches calm <laughs> welcome to another episode
1: <laughs> oh, my <God>. like,
0: what? <laughs> some people will have them some people will be very excited some people will be sad, glad, mad etc.
1: Nobody nobody's excited
0: <laughs> there might be there might be some fox hater out there um, you never know you know yeah. I guess, I guess. But we're here to talk about it. We're here to explain decisions and and chat about it. That's why Into Final Thoughts is here for you. Uh, My name's Gabe Jones, host of Into Final Space, and I'm here with...
1: Olin! What's up?
0: What up? We are here to talk about episode seven, obviously a big one. We're getting into the weeds of the end of this season with a lot going on. Uh, So spoiler warning, as always. Yeah. I just want to dive right into it, because... I know people are are flocking to this on on this wonderful Tuesday. Dive. dive, Gabe, dive. <laughs> Obviously, big point started right there at the beginning. Uh, we lost Fox this episode. Um, yeah, like I said, some people are going to be angry. Some people are going to be you know fine. They get it. You know, this is the the story point. Uh, who knows? Who knows how, how fans are reacting right now?
1: Yeah, um, I have, I generally have no idea. Yeah. I've actually deleted twitter off my phone you know oh, i, I can, you can, can only get it i can only get it on my computer so it's like <laughs> i'm i'm not gonna know what people are saying and you know what for the two days i've deleted it off it's been a joy sure. I've, I've i've thank you jake for mentioning it to me <laughs> yeah he was like yeah just take it off your phone i was like man all right yeah i'll take it off my phone it's been a great you know so i have no idea what i'm not gonna be looking at it i'm not seeing it from now until the rest of the season, I'm just going to try to take it easy. Job's done. I'll post some trailers every once in a while. So if you guys are shouting mean things at me, um, there's Don't. a chance <laughs> there's a chance I'll see it. At, you know, see it at some point. But um, but yeah, uh, I think you know this episode is it, it's a, it's a heavy one. And yeah. um, the thing is, like, you can't do a season like season three and not have somebody get lost. And you have to see those stakes come back. And in season two, um, you know, you didn't really get the stakes out of it. You didn't get the weight of who the bad guy was. Cause it was like three different bad guys. You had Todd Watson, you had Cheryl, you had Victor, you know, it's like, it, it was kind of a little bit all over the place. And so this, we really wanted to bring back that focus, much like, you know, um, funny enough, season two, uh, episode nine, when you yeah. saw uh, Invictus take over Gary, and then Avocado it was just so intense. And yeah, super we, heavy. We really love that idea of bringing that back in such a creepy way, because once you see Invictus distort one of the, the the characters that you love, you see them distort their face into this creepy smile. It's very off putting, you know. Yes. It, it's very it's very terrifying, and you start realizing that, you know, Invictus was using Fox as a as almost like a puppet. Yeah, and that's one of the very you know sad things about the about the Fox story, and it and it, it is sad in in every. Uh, variation because his entire life he was being used. He yeah. would, Basically, in his flashback, you find out that, you know, this Travulian army, they kind of basically see this big guy, like he's good for war, you know, let's take him. Yeah. And they cut off his hand and attach something that has no business being attached to his hand. And it goes back to, you know, one of the things that we really wanted to do with this box kind of flashback is. You know, there's there's a really big moment in season two, episode one, when little Cado gets on uh Fox's gun arm and he's like kind of yelling, please don't hurt him, you know. There's something very kind of poignant about that, about a character that doesn't want to kill, you know. And we really liked the idea that when he had his hand, he was creating something, you know, something beautiful, actually.
0: Right.
1: And and it's something you also don't really see is, is like a big character playing music. You know, it's, a, yeah. it's like, you know, you, you just, it's just not a visual that you kind of see this you know, this character that you would never think um, was good at music or played music is, is over there kind of you know doing that. And he's yeah. creating something, and then he cut off his arm, and he's forced to use the thing that he was creating something beautiful, and it and it's something terrible. He's yeah. he's having to play this. This, you know, as he says, the symphony of death. And there was something really um, heartbreaking about that. And once you realize that Invictus is kind of doing the same and basically puppeteering Fox in a way to get Ash potentially on its side and show that basically Gary is this, you know, this is the evil one. Yeah. There is something really terrifying that this character orchestrated this thing, you yeah. know. And when you really think about that, it's like, okay, you know, basically Invictus could just kill Gary. But there's something more insidious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's something more insidious going about mm-hmm. where and and that's really terrifying when you think about it. So, obviously it's you know, it's heartbreaking to to lose a character and 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 I think what we wanted to show was that Invictus is insidious. There's something really evil about this character. Yeah. And when you see that fox, you know the fox is like distorted smile. Mm-hmm. It's creep. Every time I look at it, I get creeped <laughs> out. Every yeah. single. And there's something really crazy about that. I don't know. They, like I, I love that scene, but it's also like it's so unsettling and so heartbreaking. Right. Because Gary fell right into it. He he fell right into the trap, essentially. And Infictus knew that Gary would do that. Because he's encountered, or it's encountered, basically, Gary, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of times. Yeah. So it knew exactly what Gary was going to do, what (laughs) decision it was going to make. And it flew right, Gary flew right into it. And... I think that's that's the, that's one of the most heartbreaking things is that Gary is a character that wanted so badly to keep everybody together. Yeah. And he keeps getting faced these no-win situations. Yeah. And in this situation, it's probably the most devastating thing that could have happened to him. Yeah. Is yeah. that somebody that he did care about, he did care about Fox, you know, um, he was basically puppeteered by Invictus to kill somebody that was a part of the team squad. Yeah. And it's, that's just shattering to him. Like, like you basically not only did Invictus get exactly what it wanted, it it kind of, you know, really fractured Gary in a way that um, I don't think basically Gary even expected would have happened, you know, like it's, and, and it really says something to, to the character of, uh, of Fox and, and I think Fox was so pure, was such a pure character. Yeah. And Those are usually the, the saddest things when something happens to a character that's really pure. And and you look at Fox and very innocent, you know, it was always innocent every interaction that you've ever yeah. seen. Him. Um, and there's something really sweet about that guy. And it's, and it's, it's really sad to see him go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it kind of pulls from that. I mean, we know more about avocado now, but back in, when- in chapter six, uh, all we all we knew avocado for was you know just this like really dedicated dad trying to get to his son right. Yeah. And so that's that's just where that gut punch came from in, in chapter six when you lose when you lose avocado. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a very similar feeling here of uh, this kind of very innocence, very pure. Yeah. Guy and who who, lo- who loves everybody, and I
1: mean who has come to be part of this team. Um, yeah, and really think, go. And I think you know. One thing that makes Final space, I think a little bit different than kind of some of the other adult animated shows is that the bad guys are supposed to be real threats, and that was kind of something that we did in season one you You wanted to feel that Lord Commander was a real threat. Now we're really kind of spotlighting invictus in in a meaningful way. You know you got little glimpses of Invictus in season two, but you have to know that Invictus is a threat, is a real threat, yeah. because if they keep getting away in every situation. And and we thought about that very early on. And I remember we were kind of deep into kind of uh, season three writing, and we stopped for a second, and, it, and I told David, like, look, these characters are getting away in every situation. Like, there's there's no stakes to this, yeah, you know, like,
0: got any consequences?
1: We, we have to put something in here that that you feel like this. You have to fear that that our characters are not going to get out, and that nobody's safe, you know and I think in this situation, um it was one of those moments that that I think could have happened to any character. It happened to fox, and yeah. um and yeah, it's it's super sad, <laughs> like I get sad every time I watch the scene, yeah, that's uh, not yeah. something and, and dude, Ron killed it, yes, killed it i yeah. i I think that. You know, Ron always comes in and he always jokes, you know, that he has like two, his range is two voices, the big yelly guy and then the small guy. And I think he did, he showed that he's getting a, so much better at voice acting and that he does have rage. Because yeah. when you hear that scream that he does when when his hand is getting cut off, there's pain in that, man. I was yeah. like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And he's telling a really emotional story and he just did such a great job of it. He did. Yeah. He did a really good job on it, and and that's that's something that I that I'll say that uh, something in spotlight is that is that just his acting in this episode was phenomenal.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, as a kind of a, a follow up to that, I I think a lot of people, you know, we record these early, so this is actually what the Wednesday before the episode will come out, and you just dropped a new teaser today when we're recording. Um, and i think a lot of people have already kind of caught on of what's going to happen on on saturday um and i think the biggest question people are asking is uh why fox why why was this the character that we had to see go and uh and why not have his story continue on so just just from from your your mindset of if season 4 and if final space went to to how you see it complete why why is fox story end here
1: I mean it's it's interesting that you say like, you know, if, if final space continues and stuff like that. And you know, my my brain and where it's at right now is is not thinking about that. <laughs> you know, like it, sure. It, it's, just, <laughs> it's such a uh you know, usually when you get to these times, you're you're just kind of waiting and yeah. waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And you know, I I just packed up my like recording booths. I was like, yeah, it's probably the last time I'll probably voice these characters, you know. Um and so in, in a weird way, um, you know, you 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 don't go into a season thinking about who am I going to kill off or who am I going to, sure. um, you know, basically kind of, you know, spotlight and, and, you know, have something terrible happen to him. You kind of see where the story takes you. And one of the things that we wanted to try to do very early on with the, you know, Tribor, you know, was episode one is showing that, you know, this is a, a, a for real situation, and we decided not to do that, you know, uh, looking back on it and the responses we probably should have uh, <laughs> but but I think with uh with fox um there was something so pure about him, so innocent, and I think that is creepy when when you see the 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 reversal of that, you know you've already seen Gary you've already seen Avocado um i think that would be it would have been too traumatic for little Cato um to, to, to especially for viewers you know like like he's just a kid you know yeah um i think ash and quinn are going through enough <laughs> <laughs> and there was something really powerful about where we were taking Ash, and to see what was happening with fox yeah we realized pretty early on it's like man Fox doesn't really have anything, um, let's really think about Fox, you know, like, 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 and we started to really map them out and, and think about where we wanted to take them. And at the same time, um, we have a massive cast. It's huge. It's a big cast. Yeah. And we knew what we wanted to do. We knew that people, there are going to be some people that aren't going to survive this trip. And we thought, okay, let's, let's come up with a really compelling way. If Fox is going to go, let's come up with that compelling way to do it. And I think it's, it's compelling and whether or not people agree with it. I mean, it's, that scene is some of the best acting, some of the best visual animation. Yeah. And you start, you really see that Invictus is not somebody to play around with, you know, like, like. And I think it one of the saddest things is you know when Fox just kind of says, "You know, at the very last moment, I just wanted to be a family again, and then just you you see the life literally leave his body, and it's like so powerful, yeah, and that character you know, I don't know, it was a great character and yeah. I, and I think. You know, there's ways that you could have, you know, expanded the character and kept him alive and, you know, go into the Trevulia uh, kind of war and stuff like that. But I think, I think Fox did enough that you'll see in the next episode that uh, Fox left a mark on, on little Cato and in a pretty powerful, route, you know, and that, and that's something that isn't going anywhere. And you know, it's basically like, you know, you, you go into the, the mentality, like, you aren't really dead unless, uh, basically, if if nobody forgets who you are. Yeah. And so, Little Kyle's not forgetting who Fox was. You know, you can still take that. And I think it's more powerful that, you know, you go into, you know, you can look ahead if, if you know, if a season four does happen. Um, you can look ahead and, and you know, basically... He could say that he, you know, he became friends with one. And, you know, they can ask, like, what happened to him? He's like, he dies. I mean, well, how are we supposed to take your word for it? You know? And I think that's it leads into even something more powerful where um it's not the way that things shook out, you know, it's it, it or that he would have wanted the things to shake out. Yeah. But he's got to play that hand now. And yeah. I think that little Cado um, you know, basically. You'll see in the next episode, probably has one of the, I think a uh, really powerful monologue um about Fox. and it's powerful. It's yeah, it, yeah. It's actually <laughs> really powerful and and if you aren't literally um, sad listening to that monologue, I don't know if you have a heart, honestly. like, like <laughs> it. Is, I uh, was brought close to tears. so yeah. no, it's it really it's it, and the thing is, People, you know, could look at this episode and say, oh, man, Fox um, was barely in it or it was done not done right. But, dude, you haven't even seen the next episode. Yeah. The no, after. Yeah. Eight, sure. eight takes
0: what happened in this and I think makes it worth it.
1: Um, yeah. And
0: I, I think, think it, it 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 puts the cap. I mean, it, 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 of course, ending, a, ending an episode on, on a character dying, you know, it's, it's very raw. It's just a clean break there. Um, but I think I think eight really does eight does seven justice, uh, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, seven is is one of those episodes that I think people will remember. And I think, you know, just that scene, it's gonna be it, that scene alone will be something that people share because yeah. it, I think it's done so well and it's animated so well and it looks insane and oh yeah, it's just heartbreaking. And I mean, it, it's kind of when you know the Gary looks at his, his his sword hand and he's in that state of shock. That's kind of like what what everybody's gonna <laughs> do, you know? And, and, yeah. And it's it happens kind of quick and unexpected, and you get really the 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 weight and the gravity of the situation that they're in. And you know, yeah, I think it's I think it's powerful, and and I think in eight when you see the aftermath and them really kind of, um, you know, really kind of say goodbye to that character. Uh, you start realizing that, you know, it was, it was a powerful character. And, and even though that he was in there for a very little amount of time, um, he, funny enough, he was actually had, he had probably had more screen time than, than avocado. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He was in there for an entire season and yeah, basically a, a season and a half. So I think that, uh, you know, the character probably, you know, there was no time really in season two to, to spot like that, uh, his backstory in an organic way or right. really kind of, you know, try to develop them because we had too many characters, you know? Yeah. Um, and so you kind of have to pick who you're going to spotlight, you know? And that season, it was, we really went on little Cato. I think it was on season two, it felt like, little kata was the was the big forefront and then you know gary's mom and stuff like that yeah but but yeah i think um yeah i think it's it's i always consider it seven and eight you got to see them together you know and you got to kind of i think i even told you you have to watch those two together so you understood the we did (laughs) you know it's like it's almost like the the wound is seven yeah and the band-aid is eight yeah you know and no, eight, eight has its own problems, but but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I think it's 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 just one of those things where it, you know it, there is a lot of uh, emotional stuff in eight, but but yeah, it, it's it's still uh, at least on the Fox wound.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah, I it, that that's t- the top of eight. You know, it, it at least like the first what five ten minutes of eight. You know, really just kind of close off seven. I think.
1: When you do that little cato monologue. Yes, that yeah, is
0: that, so that's mm, excellent. Uh, so, so good. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, moving on from, from Fox, uh, I know everybody won't hear that at the top of this episode. Uh, <laughs> don't leave yet. There's still so much more good stuff to go over. Um, but yeah, I want to, I want to talk about Ash's grief a little bit, but I want I want to circle back to that. Uh, first of all, brought by the gatekeeper. Uh, where did where did that decision come from to bring to bring him back? It was a lot of fun
1: <laughs> to have him at the top of the episode. Yeah. It, it was you know we always wanted to bring back the gatekeeper, and I think in season two we actually had a script um, with Andy Richter as the gatekeeper, and I can't even remember what episode it was. Man, it, it, he was he was there though. You know, like he was, he was. I think it might have been the end. I, I I don't even know, but he came back and we realized it was just too much and we had to take them out. And I think we even recorded it I oh. I, I think there was even a record that was done. I'm, I'm pretty sure, but we just, it didn't end up using it, it was just too much. And um, we really thought this was a cool opportunity to, to use them. And yeah. um, it's just kind of a, a cool way to connect season one to season three, you know? Yeah. Um, once you see that character, even though he had like one episode <laughs> in it, you're kind of like, "Oh yeah, oh that's a fucking scene." He's again. such a fun character too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's always fun to write for. Um, and yeah, he you know he does such a great job. It's it's you know it, it's kind of a cool little guest spot. And, and my brain always like skips over the fact that he's even in there, you know, because it's just like <laughs> it's so strange to to have Andy Richter uh, pop in, but yeah, uh, yeah he, he's great.
0: Yeah, for sure, and uh, and this this was an interesting episode nonetheless. Besides the end, uh, it was it was an, an interesting and fun episode to get into because we we kind of got to get inside Bolo's head and uh I mean, yeah. that, that ghostly last spark. And uh, so, where where did this uh, this idea to, to give give Bolo the kind of Invictus poisoning uh, come from? Had that had that play out in this episode? Do you think?
1: Yeah, you know, and. <sighs> This is done at such kind of like, uh, you kind of hear why he got possessed, which was that wound that he got from biscuits, essentially. um, Basically, he's just kind of going mad, you know? Um, And the Invictus side of it, you know, we really love the idea of kind of going into Bolo's mind when it's kind of diseased, you know? And that visual, and really kind of love that idea so much that um, we really came up with a story around that, you know? So I, I think that just the visuals and the thought of like, what does Bolo's mind look like when it's kind of diseased and stuff like that. And we actually had at, at one point, like an even more intricate, um, I, I don't know, probably I think the Gary stuff is more the B story, you know, yeah. um, we probably had a more intricate B story where they were actually kind of doing some pretty uh, big action stuff, but then we realized It was just too much and like we couldn't afford it (laughs) like so we had to like scale it down a little bit yeah and you still get every bit of the weirdness of of being in his mind and stuff and um you know they end up finding the spark and and they kind of go to ash and i think that the big payoff to this episode is that end but yeah there was something really kind of creepy and eerie after seeing bolo's mind so colorful you know in season one just seeing it so diseased and dark, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's such a stark difference.
0: Yeah, and we kind of got that, uh, the multiple thoughts swinging around the, the different Bolo's uh, also kind of harken back to, you know, Gary meeting all his different selves when he first met Bolo back in season one.
1: Yeah. which was really. Yeah, that, that, That's exactly what we were, uh, trying to go for. Is like, we really like that idea. It's like, well, what if you see the opposite where, yeah. you know, Bolo's kind of, uh, you know, you see many of him and, uh, you know, you got to add it to the there. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then, uh, yeah. So getting back towards near the end and, and back to Ash. Um, so we got kind of this, this start of a, a turn against Gary, uh, last episode when, when she met with Invictus, um, for probably one of my favorite lines from this episode as well is, is, uh, everything that man touches dies or breaks. And there's, uh, there's some, some truth to that. And, uh, I I want to just kind of dive into, you know, we talked about what what is a hero last episode and and that kind of theme this this season. Um, We kind of had this kind of massive anti-hero movement here in this episode. So uh, you just talk about, you know, Gary's mind space and reaction and the the, the events leading up to that and just kind of, you know, how this is affecting him in, in this moment and going forward.
1: Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's, Gary is, is you know, obviously pretty wounded by this. And uh, I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll ever really, really, really recover. I mean, you'll you'll kind of see him, you know, um, maybe slowly kind of get back to that mindset where he's at. But I don't think it's out of, uh, you know any sense of forgetting who Fox is. I think it's just out of necessity. He's got to keep moving. You know, he's got to, he's got to try to get the rest out, you know? And, and I think where you see him now at the end of this episode is, is probably the lowest uh, he's ever been, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, everybody's hitting that point, you know, at least once in their life. And if you haven't, don't worry, it's coming at some point. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody hits that low point, and, and you really see it um, at the end when he when he walks up to that cookie, and he just there's nothing, you know. There's there's nothing left, and, and uh, it's heartbreaking and sad because you know with Gary, he's he's just trying so hard to keep everybody together, and it's like he just every hand he's getting is a losing hand, you know. Yeah. You get a situation in you know four where they got to get out of there or the lord commander's going to get him fox gets taken and then in five they're at the edge of a black hole uh and they have to go or they're going to be dead and yeah. so he's gotta they gotta leave ashby and now you're getting kind of the the full circle of the fox story there and He's just he, he No matter what he does, no matter how hard he tries, he—he he can't do it. He can't keep them yeah. together. So I think it's—it's it's, you're going to see him. He's at his lowest point, and uh, yeah, I don't know if there's any <laughs> like you know. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. than that, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's got. I, I think he's got an interesting arc ahead, and uh, yeah, he talked about that like, kind of having to to come back out of necessity because. Cause this just doesn't stop, you know. Seven, uh, it's we've we've talked about it before and it's been out there online. It's like this is a, a starting point to uh, to a lot of heavy ahead. Um, so a lot of stuff they're gonna have to, to work around in these next few episodes. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I, and you know, I think it's um, you know, eight is 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 gonna be a big episode that you know uh it's it's slower and but it you know it definitely will ripple through the fandom yeah. uh um and then you got nine and ten which are just big action oh, yeah kind of episodes and i just watched 11 and man um uh, it's killer it is so, it, it's i enjoy it every time i watch it now. and the music is so good in it and the effects are great and I, you haven't seen that one yet um but it's it's actually a really solid episode. I I, I don't know why I uh, just had no faith in that episode. But it's 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 solid. There's actually a scene in there that uh, that I think is going to take people. Uh, they're going to feel it, you know. It, it, yeah. It's it, there's there's a really powerful scene in there. Um, and then also you know you got twelve coming up, which is going to be a big one uh and then 13 which is uh i think is just kind of uh just gotta wait and see what happens with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah it's it's i think the rest is are really solid episodes whether or not you agree with it whether or not you know things have been done to your liking uh i think it's solid and and you know for what we were trying to do uh with the season i think we we executed it and i think it it really kind of comes into uh focus over the the next few episodes. Um, and and you know, seven, eight is kind of you got pretty much full uh mainly A B stories, but the B stories are affecting the A. Yeah. Um and then nine is like your last kind of like big tribo. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, and then and then you're you're literally all into a stories almost. So it's like it's it's going to be kind of a, it's going to be a ride, and I think there's lots of big exciting stuff coming up, um, and I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to 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 have these episodes seen and watched and um, yeah, get roasted, burned alive by. Everybody, <laughs> uh, nah, these the I'm from just personal experience.
0: I at least seven through 10, I quite enjoyed. I very much think that they're uh, they're very, very good episodes. So, um, I yeah, guess you
1: just didn't, I don't think you, you didn't see, I don't think you watched nine and 10 with uh, the mix, do you?
0: No, no, I uh, I've only I only saw the color lock on those two, so
1: yeah, I'm excited
0: to, to see, see them. them.
1: I'll, see can, I'll see if I can get them. Because they're actually like, it just it all comes together when you hear the sound effects oh, and yeah. music, and yeah. like it just adds a different level. Well, that um, the the
0: the and this is a complete kind of change of, of subject here, but keeping with it, um, the music in Final Space is always something that just kind of ties it together. I think that also applies to to Seven.
1: Yeah, I think music
0: really brought it together.
1: The music is so powerful, and it's always been the DNA of this thing where. um with one cue, you can completely change how somebody feels about a scene. You yeah. know, yeah. it could you could take a scene and it can make it sweet, can make it emotional, can make it sad, can make it you know, it's however that one cue is interpreted. But it's really powerful, and and the guys do such a great job. And you know, dodie's kind of working on a few songs for the end of the season, and it's cool. Like like they're doing a really good job with the season. Yeah. More than that, like it feels—I don't even know how to describe it. Like it feels more mature. Yeah. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Like you—you really feel like there's something different about the music this scene, this season, and and it's like I'm—I'm feeling more things when I hear it now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I don't know why. Like, I couldn't ask, tell you why, but there's, there's a couple scenes. Like, there's one scene in eight that I watched probably like 15, 20 times just because of the music attached to the scene. Yeah. And there's one moment in that scene when the music brings in the string at the perfect time. And I'm like, I feel something right there. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> they do such a good job with that. You know, yeah. and there was another one uh an 11 that i keep watching and and i don't know what it is man i'll just keep watching this one scene because the music attached to it makes you feel something and they've really gotten good at knowing when to bring that music in and when to kind of use it you know sparingly and and, you know and then when to do an action song you know Mm -hmm. so it's like they've they've gotten i think better at um kind of use, you know, utilizing the tools that they have and securing it. And they're doing a great job.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, uh, just one last question to, to kind of wrap us up here. Um, we kind of covered it a little bit, but I think I want to, I'm just going to focus right here on the end. Um, we're seeing, I think kind of the, the full break of the, of the team squad, uh, the season, um, have do you would you consider that that seven you we've kind of reached that seven eight kind of reached that breaking point
1: uh I don't know if you see the breaking point you know but I mean it's it's definitely um you know what the the title kind of says it all the chamber of doubt you know yeah. it, it's starting to put doubt in people's heads right and you're not really seeing the 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 break but I definitely think that there's cracks starting to show yeah and, you know, it's one of those things where uh, you can kind of, you'll you'll start to see that it, it's starting to crack through everybody, you know, like in eventually it had to have, I mean, this, this is a, a stressful strip uh, trip for these guys, you know, yeah. like they're, they're not in the most pleasant part of space. And, you know, this was always the plan with, with season three um, was to really show the struggle and the survival that they got, they got to do, you know, and it's not, um, all sunshine and rainbows. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be tough and they got a lot of tough stuff ahead of them.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, uh, well, thanks for those tears this week, Olin and, uh, <laughs> for jumping on this episode with me. Um, <laughs> you may not want to right now, but go follow Olin and, uh, at final space on, uh, and see you on Twitter and uh, you can follow me at Gabriel W. Jones and at Into Final Space. Um, make sure, whatever you're currently listening to this on, uh, that you follow the podcast. If you're listening to the premiere on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and you like the video. Uh, it helps us out a lot. Uh, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a five star review. Definitely uh, helps us get up there in the charts. Uh, and you can check out the transcripts of these episodes at slash uh, Into Final Space as they come out uh next week we get get even heavier man so uh we'll see you next time on uh, on into final space thanks guys
1: awesome thanks